0: What's going on guys, AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. So I have a few points of views on ERGs um, that I wanna kind of share with the world here. So I'm gonna read something off to you that I'm gonna give you the point. Leadership, to be successful, senior leadership, C-suite, needs to be a sponsor and or an ally and or regular attendance to show that Not only is the ERG initiatives important to the folks that are involved in the group, but it's also important to the organization at a macro. So I have a few thoughts on that particular sentence right there. I believe to to do what they just said, which is incredibly important, I would even take it a step further. I believe if I'm senior leadership, what I'm doing before we even put together the resource group, before we even figure out objectively what areas of this group we're going to focus on, whether the resource group was designed for the LGBTQ community, whether the organization was designed to go really deep on diversity and inclusion issues, whether the organization was designed to support um, disabilities or veterans or whatever the case is going to be, whatever the, the, the objective reason and the goals, the organization and the, the resource group internally was designed. What I think is best is the folks that are going to be in the group, the folk and the folks that are going to actually lead the group, so you know there's always a few leaders that are always the more outspoken, the ones that are going to be handling operations, the one that's going to be kind of the, the cheerleader, of you, if you will, for the group, they should be sitting with the executives and the managers. And they both should have this very transparent conversation. The folks that are going to be leading the resource group and all the members of the resource group overall, they should be asking and talking directly to the executives around red tape, decision-making, clearing the road, green lights, and what does that look like? And then reverse, I believe what's even more important than having an ally that's an executive, I believe you should create those accountability and those clarity structures in the very beginning where executives can look to them and say, hey, without a doubt, like not even blinking of an eye, here's the budget that I am willing to allocate. Matter of fact, why don't you guys tell me what the budget you actually need is and we'll make it work. Like, put the power in the employees first. You guys know that's my thing. So put the power in the employees first. Allow them to have a moment to really think through what budget they'll need. And if it makes somewhat of realistic sense, which it should, based off your margins, based off your capabilities, whatever the case is gonna be, you give them that budget. So that's step number one. Step number two is going over and explaining to them, here are a few examples, moments, scenarios where, though we gave you an overall green light, though we gave you an overall decision-making structure that is quick and efficient, here are some examples and some scenarios that would put us in a really tough spot where we would need to pause things for a moment and figure things out, right? Now, I'm not even gonna try to predict or Say what those things could be because that's contextual to the organization, but we all know inside these groups, those moments have occurred. Then we would go down the list of going into decision-making. We would go into green lights, yellow lights, red lights, red tape, non-red tape, fluidity. I want the executives to really bake out and give them the full control, saying in all these categories here, you have a full green light, you have a full no-red tape, you have a full fluidity. It's like water, just go through it and be Michael Phelps and, and get it done. And what I think will happen, frankly, is because this is what I've heard from the Great grapevines and this is what I've kind of seen by working closely with folks there and, and, and kind of supporting and talking to other leaders and employees inside of these type of groups. And there's always a few moments a year where the resource group, they want to do something. The ERGs, they, they want to do something. There's an executive that's an ally he or she goes back to the organization, advocates on behalf of the R.G. group. There's some sort of red tape. There's some sort of moment where maybe the conversation that was brought up is not really that important on the executive's radar. There's some sort of miscommunication along the way. There's some sort of presentation that's slow and clunky that needs to occur. And then what starts to happen is folks start to feel like they don't have any buy-in. They don't have any engagement. They don't have any trust from the executive team. And then folks start to drop out of the group potentially. And now what will look like a really healthy group of 30, a really healthy group of 50, a really help, healthy group of 70, depending on the size of the organization, is now dwindling. And maybe when some of the folks that are staying inside the group are now starting to question if they can even make an impact because they don't feel like they have the power. If you're going to create a group, if you're going to do anything, on behalf of your employees and then try to put them in the position of power, literally put them in the position of power. Do not make it where this is a figurative putting them in a the position of power, or maybe putting them in a the position of power, Some sometimes putting them in a the position of power. Always, realistically, objectively put them in a the position of power. And again, the way you can do that operationally is in the front end. Outline the areas of where they actually do and will have the power. Budgets, plans, measurement. These things can be talked about in the beginning. You can talk about being very direct with them around, hey, in order to have this contextual to the budget, here's the ROI we're going to need to see. Here's the increase of retention that would be very supportive and helpful. Here's the increase. Sorry about that, guys. Little interruption. Let's get back to the show. Sorry about that, guys. The audio cut out here. So essentially, I was going over retention, budget, the plan, the measurements, um, you know, how we want to see more psychological safety, um, how, you know, trust is so paramount you know how you know the executives will be involved everything is about intentionality everything is about clarity everything is about being upfront everything is about being tr- truly transparent and so again the the executives be very clear about the the areas of an ROI that you're looking to see yes you want to put these groups in place just because it's the right human being thing to do but don't be afraid of saying hey We're running a business here, guys. Objectively, here's what we want to see out of this group. We want to do the right thing. We're going to do the right thing. But here are some areas that we would love to see a little bit of an uptick of productivity, a little bit of an uptick of retention. Here's the budget that is connected to it. And here's how we would like to see that budget utilized. And here's when you'll have a re-up on that budget. Here's when you won't have a re-up on that budget. Here's the best ways to go about asking for more. Here's the best ways to go about... Rearranging the budget overall and having a bigger scope in the budget. Again, here's how you go about presenting the plan. Be transparent about what you're looking for because the biggest problems that we are seeing right now is the ERG, the employee resource groups, are trying to accelerate diversity and inclusion. They're trying to engage with allies, they're trying to engage with the workforce, they're trying to make real substantial things happen. And then on the leadership side, They have the best intentions, but then there's always these moments where there's red tape, there's there's confusion, there's lack of clarity. And then that inevitably makes the employee resource group not as strong, not as productive, not as efficient, not as bought in. The organization is not getting the benefit of the group. Now we're having more issues at a macro scale of productivity and all these things because now we're arguing, now we're fighting, now we're having disagreements. Everything is about clarity. Everything is about transparency. So my tangible advice is to follow. Slow down. Have a conversation in the beginning. Be very clear. Be very transparent. Do not leave anything out. Go over everything. Whether you feel like it will make them feel good or not. Be real. Be authentic as a leader. Be real. Be authentic as an executive. Be real. Be authentic about what you can and cannot do. Employee resource group leaders, be real, be transparent, hold your foot down around the things that you want to see, paint a clear picture for them of what a green light, what a clean, fluid decision-making model will look like. Paint a picture around your budget, paint a picture around your plan, paint a picture around what having a great allyship relationship with the leadership would look like. Paint a picture of how you're going to measure your productivity, paint a picture of what bravery looks like, what innovation looks like. Again, what allies look like, paint a picture of all these things, paint a picture of what psychological safety genuinely looks like, paint a picture around what success looks like, paint a picture of what it looks like to get trust from your leaders consistently. Paint a picture of what it looks like to be a high-performing ERG group. Paint a picture. And if you can do that, I can guarantee both parties will be on the same page. Both parties will have a full understanding of each other. And both parties will inevitably be successful on behalf of the org. Think about it.